everyone, and welcome to an episode of the world's official funny podcast, as mm-hmm. decided by people who've Googled it. Uh, Free to a good home. My name is Michael Hing, and joining me this week is a man who just went for a run and is very sweaty. It's Ben Jenkins. Hello, Ben. I'm still very sweaty. I reckon I stopped running half an hour ago. I stopped running half an hour ago and I'm still very sweaty. And what have you done in between that time and now, in that half an hour? Did um, you have a cool shower? No, I walked up to the cafe and got a Smarties cookie and a coffee. Okay, so not, which, not traditional which... cooling off, um, <laughs> I guess, tactics. And that does also, um, I, that you foreshadowed, I imagine, something of a snack report. Before we get mm-hmm. into it, though, let's uh, welcome in our guest. You would know him as a host and a feature player on the Grub podcast. You'd also know him as someone who embarrassed himself in America on the trip we took together about, oh, 10 months ago now. It's Ben Russell. Hello, Ben. Hello, Michael Hing. Sorry, that's my dog that is just uh, alerting me to uh, something going on have you, have you trained him to bark whenever you're introduced on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, very much so. How did I embarrass uh, myself? What did I do to embarrass myself, Hing? You don't How remember dare this? you? How you dare you? I, I, I mean, I was... We started an uh, entire group chat dedicated to how much you'd embarrassed yourself. <laughs> Um, we all, uh, ben, to, ben Jenkins, to bring you into this, uh, we all yeah. went to watch a comedy show. It was sort of me and Ben Russell. and At the I Largo, think, at the uh, Coronet. Largo Tom, at the Coronet. Demi, um, uh, I think Naomi was there as well. All all previous guests on Free to a Good Home. Mm, we all sure. had a great time watching the comedy show. And afterwards, we wanted to go to a classic American diner. Mm-hmm. So, we mm-hmm. went to uh, one of these sort of like all-night LA diners, you know, mm-hmm. that are open 24 hours and they're just scummy as hell and we're ordering pancakes mm-hmm. and whatever the fuck else and um the waitress came over to the server came over to offer ben some mayonnaise which i had pre- asked for previously she didn't yeah, just offer mayonnaise, me mayonnaise she brought over the mayonnaise in, in little in little tub and a ramekin uh, it's, it's hard to explain in audio but basically what mm. happened was um <laughs> she offered it to him and was holding it um with, between her two fingers in a little tub like a little sauce uh-huh. tub and then yeah. Ben went to grab it, but didn't sort of grab it the way... Just imagine the most awkward way you could grab it. Basically, what he did was he went underneath with his hand. I went for, for an underneath approach. <laughs> he went underneath with his hand and grabbed it, and then sort of didn't actually um, take it away from her, just sort of held it in front of her for a bit. So it looked like, <laughs> to the entire restaurant, that Ben was... And because Ben was sort of sitting and she was standing, it, looked, it really did look like he was trying to propose to this waitress holding a little tub of mayonnaise. Um, and, <laughs> and she just... Like, held his gaze. Held his gaze for uh-huh. 10 seconds, confused by what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> he sort of, like, bobbed his hand up and down. and was like, eh? And then we Thank uh, you. had to leave that <laughs> I, I would also like to say that I was... Uh, I had legally purchased some cannabis products. Um, <laughs> and I was under the influence of those products. And I never, ever do drugs. And I think drugs are disgusting. <laughs> but I was like, imagine, let's just... Can you imagine taking sauce... In such a bad way that people start a group chat about it. Like, that's, <laughs> that's something to aspire to. Ben Russell is also someone who was just at a picnic um, with just the fucking talk of the Free to a Good Hometown, Michelle Brazier. Just I've been then, filled in. Off, I've been hot filled off the in picnic on, press. on her uh, relationship with and wow. Oh, no, now I have to bleep that again. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, yeah, her relationship with the uh, with the with the scammer, 
Mm. Um, she was actually. Gonna, I, don't, she, I don't think it's a. I don't think he's a scammer. I think he's just too stupid <laughs> to properly well, she, exist in the well, world. There's, well, there's, more to, there's, there's more to this story, and she was going to come on at the top of this episode and tell us all about it. Um, but she's got another fucking picnic to go to. She's two picnics in a day, brazier. Unbelievable. She went from our picnic to another picnic. That's fucking cold. I feel. Did yeah. you organize the picnic, Ben? Um, Margaret did. Margaret Luke. All oh, right. Yeah. Did you okay. keep? Did she keep saying how much this wasn't like enough picnic for one day? No, she said this is the greatest picnic I've ever been in. I'm never going to go yeah. to another picnic again. So she said and all now, those things, and then yeah. to find now out you know now. that she was thinking about little sandwiches and pickles elsewhere. She was thinking about picnics elsewhere. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't believe uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> Guess me every time, Ben Russell. Uh, ben, do you want to do a little snack report on your smarty cookie at all? Yeah, man. Um, I uh, I just went up the road uh, after my run. You're right, actually. Now that I think about it, I think one of the reasons ben why Russell, I'm are you sweating. Just drinking and a glass of red wine. Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay. Can Can you snack it's report us some of that red wine? Yeah, oh, sure. It's a tempranillo. Um, talk us through it. It's a Spanish tempranillo. I forgot the name of it, but it is absolutely delicious. It's classic tempranillo. So it's it's got a nice fruitiness, but it's soft. A nice soft finish. Mm. Not too hard, not too tanny. It yeah. is smooth. It is light, but flavorsome. I'm um, getting some berries, maybe a little bit of plum and some cherry in there. And for uh, listeners, by the way, we are recording this at 9am on a Tuesday. So... <laughs> <laughs> It's 9am somewhere. Is it? Any dif- there's no difference, but t- time is meaningless to me in this mm-hmm. in my city. Of well, course, because you're, you're still in right? lockdown. Yeah. Um, how have you been enjoying yourself in lockdown? Um, I go... What? I'm streaming, streaming, yeah, I'm streaming. It's gotten so bad that I'm streaming on Twitch. <laughs> I'm so hungry for live interactions. Um, but yeah, I do that. I'm out of focus, but uh, that's okay. Um, so I've been doing that. Uh, and I've been drinking quite a bit and eating. <laughs> um, I knew things got really bad when Naomi Higgins started streaming. That to yeah. me was the real canary in the coal mine there. I realized that it was, things were pretty fucking dire in Melbourne when she started. Like quite a successful Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, Ben. I, I was distracted by the other Ben's uh, glass of wine, but you actually tell us about your Smarty Cookie. I apologize. Man, I got to tell you, this is just your, um, this is just your, you know, you can, I'm holding it up for the camera. You can see it there. It's just your kind of bog standard, slightly fancy cafe, um, smarty cookie. I can count. Uh, it's quite good smarty coverage. You know what I mean? Like sometimes mm. you really have to um, save your smarties. But I'd say uh, there's not a square. I'd say there's for not, international there's listeners, um, a smarty is sort of like a big M M&M. and M. I'd say it's mm-hmm. probably two or three times the size of an M M&M. and M. I'd say it's, uh, it's yeah, a, three three M and Ms kind of yeah. put together. Mm. But and, but um, still 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 round and oh, yeah. like, you know still disc a, disc, a disc. This might yeah. this is just my opinion, okay? Mm-hmm. But I think Smarties, I think Smarties are shit, and I think Smarty cookies are terrible. Okay, wow. Um, this isn't really a podcast where we like are rude to each other. I I'm not being if, rude. Like, I'm not being rude. Okay, no, I'm but, just purely sure. saying that I personally okay. think that they're the worst. Do you think that okay. anyone who eats them or enjoys them is some sort of degenerate? Uh, well, I definitely deviant. question their judgment. I mean, their judgment mm. needs to be called into question. Absolutely, right. If you Are see they the a person, kind of person eating who shouldn't Smarties, be allowed to raise a child or have a family or enjoy freedom. Okay. I yeah, think I think that's... that if I think that if you like Smarties, you should get locked up. Wow. 
<laughs> wow, that you, you that was a leap. You sort of just went from like this is a personal thing to saying that I don't know if you I don't know if you know the context for what you're saying, but like you might have tuned out. But I'm eating a smarty cookie right now. So you what you're you're saying that's that's, that's like how jail. we got. Yeah, that's how we got to this position. Okay, okay. Is that how you arrived at this opinion, Ben? That you um <laughs> you saw that Jenkins was eating. No, a no, smarty no. Cookie I personally, like- I personally, uh, I don't have a problem with Ben Jenkins. You know, mm-hmm. we've been mistaken uh for i've been mistaken for ben jenkins on many time many accounts someone um, almost fought you because they thought someone you were almost- <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that someone almost fought you <laughs> last year someone i almost got into a fist fight <laughs> with someone uh, because they thought that I was Ben Jenkins. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, man. Anyway. Um, yeah, so that's my stack report. It's crumblier than you'd like it to be. You know, when you're snapping off a little portion of this smarty cookie to enjoy, you're getting a lot of crumbs. You know, you're getting mm. a lot of crumbs on your computer. You're getting a lot of crumbs on your desk. On your um, little tummy. On my little tummy that I'm not going to brush off. So, um, you know, if I have one criticism, it's that it could be uh, a little bit a little bit more uh, cohesive, I suppose. But, uh, mm. you know, other than that, man, I mean... A little bit mm. more butter, maybe a little less time in the oven. I think so. I think so. Uh, well, shall I, we... I think, uh, this has made Michael, the... um, I think this has made Michael the right amount of furious, so let's... Yeah, um... I mean, I, I, I did... I did... <laughs> tee you up and say do you want to do this but it's it's really gone nowhere and i hate it um let's uh, what's your feelings on smarties michael i don't ha- no one cares well mm. i shouldn't have i shouldn't have opened the discussion i regret it entirely i know it was mm-hmm. my fault and i'm sorry i'd like to apologize to the listeners i know mm-hmm. if there are any still left um mm-hmm. you know this was a huge mistake it's a hugely but, popular segment michael what was um, your position on smarties though I, I i'm like joe biden and packing the courts you can't pin me down I won't um, <laughs> give you an answer until after the election, frankly. Ask me. And what's, ask what's me the election November. in this analogy? Oh, just, um, it is just the US election. Yeah, literally the US election. Okay. I'm playing to the Can base. All right. Keep politics Let's, out of the uh, podcast, please. This is a podcast where traditionally we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. But as of late, Ben, we have, um, I guess, off the back of us being uh, of, of more and more people finding us by Googling. Uh, the phrase is funny podcast. Um, <laughs> shout out to everyone who is finding us from that one list. We, ha- um, we had another person message us say that's how they found the podcast. Yeah, wild, they, wild. They went, they went to Google and typed funny podcast in and then listened to the first thing that came up. I did uh, not, it was us. <laughs> I do not understand the mind of these people. I'm very glad they found us this way, but that's wild to me. Uh, and as a result of that, we've kind of broadened our... Um, I guess our purview away from just mm-hmm. classifieds to just sort of any text on the internet. And I want mm-hmm. to uh, bring this to your attention. This was sent in by Liam. Thank you, Liam. And it's mm-hmm. from a, um, I'm not exactly sure what website it's from, um, but this is, it's, it's, I think it's from a, a vinyl, I think it's from a vinyl subreddit. Okay. Um, and it's entitled- It sounds like a place full of very cool people. <laughs> yeah, you know, for records and record players and whatnot, mm-hmm. and in, mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. insufferable moustaches. And uh-huh. it, uh, it, it, it's, it's entitled, My five-year-old kid is obsessed with Kraftwerk. Help! <laughs> <laughs> did, it, did it end with help? Yes, help. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this, this has been posted by someone called Vinyl Emulator in the self.vinyl forum. 
I thought it would be fun one time to let my five-year-old decide what record to put on. I gave him a few options, and he chose Kraftwerk. I think mostly because he does craft work, i.e. sticking glitter on things, with his grandmother. No, you're overthinking so associated it. Overthinking it with it. something fun. No. Big mistake. Uh-huh. The kid is now literally obsessed with craft work. <laughs> when we try and listen to other music, he's like, this isn't craft work. And even when I try to lie to him and be like, yeah, sure, Moana is craft work, he sees through my subterfuge and demands actual 70s German EDM rather than whatever mm-hmm, BS I'm mm-hmm. trying to pass off on him. He is five years old. <laughs> I think um, I, well, I don't see the the problem here. I think that starting I, your kid off on a healthy dose of craftwork, craftwork is 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 good. <laughs> well, yeah, is that the whole ad, Michael? Does that's he get the, to the that's bad the entire, bit? Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't health. see the I don't see the fucking problem at all. As somebody well, with a child who is who is recently. We were so fucking smug, you guys. We were so smug that he didn't listen to the Wiggles. We were like, oh, I could just listen to like the Beatles. Um, and then, what like, is his most he favorite hurt- song right now? Do you think? Um, his favorite song is probably a Wiggles song about doing a, a propeller dance. Um, but prior to that, we just played him whatever, and he was like, "Yeah, cool." Uh, and then he heard the Wiggles like once, and he was like, "Oh, that's the fresh new sound." <laughs> <laughs> you know that sound you were looking for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and now he's just, yeah. And like, he's really, uh, like it's like specific songs too. So like you'll put on just any Wiggles album and he'll be sitting there and he'll just go, no. And you'll have to change it until it gets to a song that that you want. And he goes, no, no, no. And he doesn't even say yes. He just doesn't say no when he's happy with it. Hmm. (laughs) So this isn't like. Sounds like a tough boss. (laughs) It's not that obnoxious, is it? If you had to have music just playing in your house, like, wi- is, craft, the- is, is craft work that bad? No, craft work's great. It's better than the Wiggles. I mean, the Wiggles, I have a problem with the Wiggles because they're basically just a cover band for old, like, nursery rhymes and shit. You know what I mean? Mm. So they just take the something aren't putting enough. Are you saying the Wiggles aren't putting out enough original material? That's your problem y- with them. Yeah, that's my problem with them. So they're just a cover band, right? And they just do... Mm-hmm. They do, you know, cold spaghetti and shit like that. Stuff that's been around for generations, you know. They, hang on. And they, they just they, repurpose well, it. Wasn't cold spaghetti their own thing? I don't think no. it was. And they do a bunch of other shit that you're just like, no, nah, you just fucking <laughs> Baba Black Sheep in it. You know what I mean? Like, well, all- I think that's very much, very much the new Wiggles is like that. I got I, I can tell you now, as uh, someone who's had to, has been kind of forced to think about this quite a lot. Um, the the new generation of Wiggles is very cynical. They just they just they they they're just shitting it out. Mm. And I'm sorry if like some of them are listening. We have we have strange like we um I found out recently via Twitter that like a professional basketballer listens to our podcast. So from that I don't think there's any reason why one of the Wiggles couldn't. And I'm sorry if one of you does, but like honestly, I like your old, old stuff better than your new stuff, Wiggles. Well, that's what I'm. Well, what I'm saying is, it's just a fucking factory now. You know what I mean? They're just like, we got to get this out now. Like we got to, you many, know, like the. Yeah. How many Wiggles are there now? Because traditionally there are four There's Wiggles. The same amount. The same but amount. They've, they've switched out. I know. Uh, Jeff, sh- the um, the Chinese Wiggle has gone into retirement. Um, no, but he's going to come back for a. Um, did he die? Do you guys? No, he's did alive. you guys? No, 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 no. Do you guys know though? And this is like this sounds like something that I've made up, but this is this is completely true. That as a bushfire relief thing, the old Wiggles got back together and did like a concert, right? And like a one reunion of them, tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and one of them died on stage. Yeah, and then came back to life. Yeah, he, he, then, the reason why he, he retired quit. is <laughs> because he's really he, unwell. Is because he's got a condition which he might die at any second. His heart will just stop or something like that. Yeah, and then he and was like, you know what I'm going to do it for the bushfires? And it, <laughs> sure enough, his heart stopped. Like, <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah. Like... Were all the kids watching it and did they think it was part of the show? Yes! Because anytime someone dies on stage, the classic thing is that, like, oh, well, <laughs> these comedians over here, like, this is part of the show. And then, mm. actually, do they have to, like, call ambulances and stuff? Look, I wasn't there when the Wiggle died, but I would imagine... Seems like he's trying to set up some sort of alibi, Ben. I wasn't there. I was, I was watching home. a movie. I have, the, I have this ticket stub here. I can't um, remember any of the actors or the plot. Um, no, I think it was I because there was just a stand. There was a, a stander by that knew first aid, and popped in and gave him resuscitation. Don't you but, think if you have a condition where you could die at any moment, and you had to do a gig, you would get like first of all, you'd have a plan, right? You'd be like, "Hey, if <laughs> yeah, if but it was a- the one." If the one thing we didn't want to have happen happens, yeah, true. And, and while I'm doing this children's concert, I die. Mm. Here's how we'll handle it. And also, we should probably have like an EMT on on standby, mm. and not mm. just hope that somebody in an audience full of children. Yeah, that's is right. A you think you, that's like going? Oh, Ben loves to start fires, and then you know, <laughs> taking to a place where there's a bunch of flammable stuff and not having a not having a fire extinguisher nearby. What's well, exactly like that? Do you exactly think that right. when they um, went to... Was it Murray and pitched the idea to him? When they said, hey, we want to bring you back out of retirement for one last show. Do you think it was like a grizzled cop kind of vibe? He was like, <laughs> I'm out of the game. <laughs> one more gig and I'll die. And they're it like, was an no, emotional time. Need you. The country was on fire and we didn't have a prime minister because he had to go on holiday. And so an <laughs> unlikely hero stepped up and that was Murray. Murray did what the Prime Minister couldn't do. He led. <laughs> Can I... Uh, um, sorry, just getting back yeah. to the classified... Or getting back to the ad, Ben. Uh, as, as, the, um, f- as the only one here who has a child um, yeah. that they're raising, uh, sure. do you... Sorry, that implied that um, Ben and I that have children. Really implied that at least one of you just has children <laughs> elsewhere. He's yeah. got a secret family that he never sees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, is, is, if you're, if Mo just got really into craft work, you're saying you would totally be fine with it. If, you're, if your be, son got Michael, really into kind of like nihilistic <laughs> German dance music sure. from the 80s and 70s, you'd be uh-huh. like, yeah. Craft work's Michael, great. I love craft about, work. They're so ahead of their time. About parenting, Michael, none of it is about being okay with things. None of it is about being fine with things. It's about what just, does that mean? It's about just getting on with it. <laughs> I'm like, there is so much that I'm not fine with. <laughs> How much do you reckon you fucked up your kid already? Um, <laughs> I put. I tell you what. I tell you what. I put sunscreen like right in his eyes yesterday, yeah. and uh, that was the first time I've been like, I wonder if you'll remember this yeah. because he he cried for like an hour. I How many- feel like with fucking up a kid though, as a child who was definitely fucked up by my um, family, my upbringing, and whatnot. I think sure. though that you can't. You can't. You can't aim for perfection in absolute terms. It's got to be relative. 
you, you can only like, you're gonna fuck up your kids right you're just going yeah. to i assume that's you know? what parents do to, right you can't you can't you can't expect yourself to do a good job raising kids given mm. how <laughs> fucked you are by the way you were raised by your parents etc etc Exactly. I feel like you might be uh, general. Like, oh no, Ben agrees. That's fine. So, so what you can do, though? <laughs> no, I think it's just a you know, parents were fucked up by their parents, were fucked up by their parents, and then it's basically just, it's basically just, uh, you know, managing the damage and trying mm-hmm. to lessen it each generation, right? But the thing is, you can't compare you yourself to some sort doing. of perfect you... standard as a parent. You can compare yourself and just just kind of aspire to being better than your friends and the other people you know in the world. I think yeah, that I think is actually is you've healthy. Got to, you've got to pick some real shit parents to compare yourself to. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I don't know that there are any good parents, frankly. Um, <laughs> that's my... If I ever have kids, that, that'll be my uh, um, that'll be my mantra. I'm just looking at hey, the you- uh, Craftwork oh, yeah. um, discography right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a... Their the 1981 album, Computer World, is one of them... Is probably their... Uh- um, Computer World is fucking awesome. It's so I, good. I can't tell. I can't tell if you're doing a character or not. Do you genuinely like Craftwork? I do like Craftwork. Um, can you, you ex- ever, can you explain Craftwork to me? Because I think it's one of those things that I only know through um, pop culture references. Like I don't think I've ever actually heard any Craftwork. Imagine uh, imagine Daft Punk, but none of it's fun. That sort of <laughs> that sort of Craftwork. Take all the things you love about mm-hmm. Daft Punk. And then mm-hmm. put them aside, and then take all the kind of uh-huh. weird things about Daft Punk and be like, ah, oh, uh-huh. that's what's left, that's and that is, <laughs> that is craft that- work. Okay. Is it, like, really repetitive and monotonous? Yeah. There's a song on uh, Computer World called Pocket Calculator, and it's literally mm-hmm. like, um, I am a pocket calculator, is literally the song that- on re- it, That's probably not the lyrics, but it's something like that for, like, I can't believe you guys don't like craft work. This, frankly, is disturbing and unsettling. Because Kraftwerk <laughs> is really great, and they've, they've, they were ahead. They they're trailblazers with in terms of electronic music. It's great music that you can chill out to, and also have a little a little bugs. You know well, what I mean? That's my question. Pop what it you, on a you... gathering. Let people just vibe out to it. But what I feel like do a child to raised on do this you, kind of do you, music. Do you dance to like... Kraftwerk? Do you do you chill out to Kraftwerk? What do you do to Kraftwerk? That's the beauty of Kraftwerk. You can do both of those things at the same time. Okay, Michael, you were saying you think I think a child that any raised- adult that wants to listen to Kraftwerk and has made that decision for themselves is totally fine. I think a child who is raised on Kraftwerk, though, is, like that recurring theme on this podcast, the wire monkey mother, you know? You know the, the, <laughs> monkey, with, the monkey with the mum who's made out of coat hangers? Uh-huh, you know? uh-huh. That's what, that's ben, kind of... I can see you and you're nodding your head in time to some... Are you listening to Kraftwerk I'm listening to some right Kraftwerk right now. All this Kraftwerk is getting me... Get me thirsty. All this craftwork is making me thirsty for craftwork. I mean, computer, uh, com- computer world is so good. I mean, you can see the influences that it's. Uh, you but know, just because something is influential born. doesn't mean it's good. Like- Absolutely, you're absolutely wrong. In this in this circumstance, sure. I suppose Hitler was very influential. No, but <laughs> that, well, that means that I'm he's s- not good. I am so glad, Ben Russell, that you mentioned the mad dictator of the Third Reich because um, I'd like to move on to the next classified, please. Uh, this, this was is taken- just pop music and it's good. 
And I think you should just chill out, Hing. Honestly. This was taken from uh, Craigslist. No, Gumtree. This was taken from Gumtree. Mm-hmm. Um, um, in the um, antiques, arts and collectibles area of Gumtree. This will set you back uh, $200 negotiable. Hmm. This is from uh, the Queensland area of Australia. Uh, it's a picture of a clock. It says 1928 German regulator wall clock. Uh, the copy reads like this. <laughs> Sorry, I just it's just such a fucking insane way <laughs> to start an ad for a clock. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is li- I haven't edited this at all. This mm. is the first sentence of this this ad. As Hitler was rising to power, <laughs> the, the German clock manufacturer joined the idealism and put the eagle stamp with the manufacturer name. It's a mahogany co- clock pendulum, eight-day movement, good solid co- case, nice tick. <laughs> yeah, this I, when, I'm, when I'm buying, when I am buying a clock, mm-hmm. what I want is the mm-hmm. historical context in which it was crafted. That's obviously I mean, what I want. I mean, this is, this is like, at first I thought this was like a mea culpa, where they were like, look, there's some Hitler stuff on this, but, you know, it was 1928, things were happening in Weimar, Germany, you you couldn't find a clock at this time that didn't have a little bit of Hitler on it. But it seems like it's like sort of saying this is a selling point. Mm. Hitler's I... rising to power, this German clock well... manufacturer joined the idealism, which is not a word I would use, mm. and put the eagle stamp with the something on it. This is uh, where this is from just looking at it, it's from Queensland. Yes. So I mean mm-hmm, that's your answer mm-hmm. right there. So it's definitely um, he's trying to <laughs> they're trying to market it to other Nazis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Queensland is sort of the Texas of Australia in many ways, isn't it? I would call it the Florida of Australia. Mm. Oh, I think of Darwin as the Florida of Australia. No, no, no. Because people are always getting uh, eaten by crocs. I would call it the Louisiana of Australia in that that regard, more so. I think think Brisbane is far more Florida-y. I'd say that WA is um, Texas. Do we have any other American states that we want to list next to Australian states? I think Tasmania is uh-huh. our version of Canada. That's my theory. interesting. Mm, Actually, cool. that's probably New Zealand. That's probably New Zealand. Yeah. Sorry, you're not very good at this. No, I'm no, very bad uh, at this. I don't. I, I don't. Connecticut some... is. Oh, should we say mm-hmm. Wollongong? Does that sure. work? <laughs> who's going to call us out on that? Yeah, who's going to call gonna... us out on that? Who's going to tell us we're a liar? Not a state? <laughs> is hey, Connecticut guess what? State? Adelaide is Adelaide is fucking Wyoming. Like, what are you going to mm. do? Like, send a pipe. <laughs> Send a pipe bomb to my house. Yeah. You know where I live. Like, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just keep doing this until, yeah. until, and, you know, just run down the clock. Just yeah. fucking Canberra naming two things. What are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Um, you know, uh, I think Fargo, Canberra would be that's... more like Washington D.C. Surely. Of course, you would say that, <laughs> given that you were born and raised in America. But you don't. Live I was there not born in there. America. That's. Weren't you? I was neither born nor raised in America. I merely then lived what's up, there. What's up with your and voice? have American family? Well, right, my mum okay. and dad are American. My brother's American, and I okay, spent okay. a lot of time there. Right, yeah, you have okay. a similar you have a similar accent to David Harmon, who who has a um, who has a very American father. Mm. You learn. Um, I don't know if you know about this thing, but you learn to speak 
from your parents. <laughs> not me. No, I like, not, my, again, not a wire monkey. Not, that my not where you are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you pick it up in the water, don't you? I don't know. <laughs> See, um, what I think about this clock is like, you know how you know how some uh like nazi memorabilia is quite valuable because it's obviously and 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 rightfully uh illegal mm. <laughs> this this feels like it's like sort of trying to skirt um like it's trying to set itself up as nazi memorabilia when it's just a clock from germany like i'm looking germany at the picture mm-hmm. i can't see I can't actually see the eagle seal they're talking about 28 i don't even think the nazis are in power by then i think they're like mm. rising to power like i I, I think this is somebody, I think Ben Russell is right, that this is someone kind of trying to get that Nazi dollar. They're and just being like, the market, and they think, oh, yeah, you know what would get really that white dollar. this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just being like, oh, yeah, this is just like, this is basically Goering's rifle. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's a clock from the 20s in Germany. Um, it definitely no, feels you, scamish. I don't Even think so, that- I don't want it. You don't want it? I, no. Sorry if that Even offends. It's got a sorry good tick. For a 90-year-old clock, $200, 90 years old. You could own a piece of history, Ben. A piece of history. I mean, again, it was yeah. a history that we'd probably, you know, yeah, not like to associate ourselves the, with, obviously. One of the darkest yeah. moments in, in human history, but, you know. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I just wonder if I took this home to my Jewish wife hmm. and was like, the Nazis weren't even in power yet. It has a nice tick. <laughs> If yeah. that would and sort a of be a case. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, it's real mahogany. It's real mahogany. <laughs> um, hey, Ben Russell, do you have one for us? Oh, my goodness. Ben, I am so... I'm just so happy that you asked. Because I do. <laughs> oh, great. Well, then why don't you read it? Okay, this one... Uh, this was in Boston Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Boston Craigslist. With Get out of here. Got on the packy. Oh, right. this was sent in by Siddharth. Thank you, Siddharth. Siddharth, thank you so much, Siddharth. God bless you. Uh, with long pants at Ibusaya Japanese market on Sunday. Brackets Medford. I know sorry, this is what? What, what? Sorry, sorry. What are you talking about already? This is the so title. This is this is with a long pants connection. It's a misconnection. This is a oh, it's a misconnection. This is just oh okay right. From I don't know. How, I don't know how these work. Okay, this is. <laughs> I don't know what what you want me to read. I'm just reading it. I'm just doing. I'm just doing what Siddharth wants with long black pants at Ebusaya Japanese restaurant or market. Sorry, on Sunday. I know this is such a long shot. You had on long black flowing pants with high slits up the side. Beautiful eyes with behind big lashes. Short, thin, short, I think. Dark hair and dark eyes. Wearing a medical face mask. Oh, could be Ooh. anyone. Mm-hmm. Could be me. <laughs> Ebisaya Japanese market in Medford. I tried not to stare, pretending to look at frozen ramen instead. But I was so intrigued by you, I had to look. Rarely have I had such a visceral reaction to someone. I wanted to talk to you, but highly aware that someone so unique and beautiful might certainly attract a lot of unwanted attention. I didn't. But then I had a dream about you last night. (laughs) We ran into each other again. 
You were a real life anime character named <laughs> Abide. Pronounced Abida. You were placing your hands on people. People who had gathered to see you. And asked them slowly and with intention. What do you want? The people you spoke to knew by the tone and cadence of your voice that this wasn't a passing question, but one they should contemplate with as much depth as the meaning of life itself. I'm not out much. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) I'm not out much. Never go to Abisai, a Japanese market, and doubt we'll run into each other. But if you or if someone knows this mystery girl, I would love to be in touch. I think you'd like to know me. I don't. I don't. I don't. (laughs) Can you imagine being not this person? Because he says if it's you or someone who knows you. Can you imagine being someone who knows this woman, reading that and being like, oh, Susan, um, a a (laughs) lunatic would like to get in touch with you. Yeah. A dude that had a dream about you, that you were a real-life anime character. So oh, he likes okay. anime. That reminds me, a friend of the show, Victoria Zerps, told me a story the other day where she was, she was she's doing a short film at the moment, and uh, she was showing her mother um, the storyboards for it, because she's really excited about it. And her mother, who doesn't understand anything of what she does, was like... Tori, I don't understand this. What is this? Are you an anime now? Is this an anime? <laughs> I don't understand it, okay, Tori? Listen. She was like, she was like, she was like no, it's, it's a film. She's like, well, why are you all cartoons? Is this an anime now? <laughs> this guy sounds like he has many, he lives by the blade. You get that feeling? Oh, that he yes, definitely lives by the blade. Oh, he's yeah, sworn his life to the blade. Are you yeah. kidding me? Are you, Are you kidding me? This guy lives I, by the blade. I reckon there's a couple of swords that he bought off Amazon that uh, you can't actually uh, unsheath the sword without drawing some kind of blood. Uh, the, yeah, sh- the sword actually demands blood uh, once it's been unsheathed, and you simply must respect the, the sword. <laughs> how close? <laughs> how, how long do you have to... Because this person has never met this woman, right? Mm. He, he saw them at a market. How yeah. long? And then had, no, have to, no, 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 and then had an insane dream about them. Yes, sure. Well, this is my question. Mulled on it, so they mulled I, it uh, over. See, uh, Ben Jenkins, if I think if I had yeah. a dream about you, or I told you that I had a dream about you, you'd be like, yeah. "All right, we've known each other for more than a decade. Mm. It's weird that you had a dream about me, but it's fine." Uh, ben Russell, you know, you and I have known each other for longer, but I, I'd I be okay if, if you had, dreamt if I, about me. Would you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You've got permission to do that. You've got is permission that, is that to both dream. Of us? Both of us have a mission to dream about you? Yep, this is consensual, uh, well, sensual I dreams. Want, I do ben not Russell. give either of you permission to dream about me. So if you, you dream about give, me, I want you to stop. Well, I want you to wake up immediately. Tough okay? shit, I'm dreaming about you right now. No, right now, I'm shutting my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> if you both if, if no, hey, honestly, Ben, Ben, no, ben I'll meet you in the Hing dream. <laughs> no, no, if you, honestly, no, guys, I'll go too deep. I'll go, I'll go too deep, end up spending a lifetime there. <laughs> but no, Inception. telling someone um, no, telling someone come- you dreamed about them is is an interesting one because first mm. of all there is that that like it's it's not necessarily a taboo but it's like a famously boring thing to tell somebody. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, which I think I kind of I kind of I think I kind of broke the etiquette the other day because I just thought it was really funny. I had a dream that me and Sally Rugg um, were about to get married, 
And um, for those of you who don't know, Sally Rugg is probably the most famous lesbian in all of Australia. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And, um, and it was just really funny because we were both like about to get married and neither of us could really address the elephant in the room that like we didn't think it would work. Which is that... Because she was gay. Sally's not into um, men and you have a wife I'm and a child. married with a child, mm, yeah. Mm. It um, could never and work. That, and I thought that was really funny and I tweeted at her. I was like, I had this dream oh God, we were going to get married. You publicly tweeted at Sally you had a <laughs> yeah. dream about her? Because we know Are each other. Are you like, we do, we, with you? We do what know is wrong each other. With you? I know, but just why not? Why not just send her a text and be like, "This is a fun thing." Don't make her have to publicly. Res- You're putting it on her that she has to publicly respond. Yeah. This mad person on the internet. No one else think- has context that you know each other and are friends. I don't think that's okay, Ben. I don't think that's all right. <laughs> well, she responded. It was in fairness. It was a, res- a reply to her tweet that mentioned her having a dream or something, right? I'm not saying that makes it any better, but I because was saying that it wasn't. Because if you were applying to something and it looks like it's part of the conversation, it, it's too much of a coincidence then. And it sounds like you've made this up. No. <laughs> you made it up. You had a dream we got ben, married you to fucked up. Oh, my goodness. Well, she replied, and I meant to actually message her like privately about this, but I was kind of too mortified. What? Don't even message. She's she done the re- damage. <laughs> Delete Just walk away. She replied... I was like, I was like, I had a dream, and neither of us could really like explain it. And then I was like, and neither of us were really game to like admit why it wouldn't work. And she replied, "Why wouldn't it work?" Question mark. And Sally <laughs> is like such a nice and sincere person <laughs> that I couldn't tell if she was joking or not, and completely freaked out. <laughs> well, uh, you shouldn't have said it in the first place. So. <laughs> No. I mean, that is the I actions know. of an absolutely insane person. They, I mean, I think we're we're looking at uh, here in the just, in the misconnection and your own the, actions. They're mirroring. Just to put this in context for international listeners as well, a couple of years ago, when Australia had a postal vote on same-sex marriage, um, yeah. which which finally passed after sort of you know decades of tireless work by um, activists. <laughs> I guess the, one of the Such probably a- the face of that mm. of the yes campaign <laughs> was Sally Rugg. Yes. So, yeah, I'd say she would probably the most the most high profile. Yes. Yeah, she's like on yes. every talk show, on every media yeah. outlet, on every news program, Sally would go on and and what make is an what is your point personal about me <laughs> about marriage equality and how she would, for example, like the right to be able to. You know, marry, marry me the woman in a dream. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Ben, it does seem to me <laughs> your dream was like, yeah, look, I, I, maybe your dream on some level was like you were so in love with Sally Rugg that you uh-huh. were like, well, maybe if marriage maybe it was part of the dream that marriage equality had never passed, and as a result, she- <laughs> or she's got to marry someone, and maybe Ben's good enough. <laughs> Look, I don't want to get into it. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have messaged her. I probably shouldn't raise it on the podcast. But now here we are, and I guess I'm. I'm. I'm you I'm, raised I'm, it on the podcast because you want us to be like, oh no, that doesn't matter. But the fact that the matter is, is that it's absolutely, it's absolutely crook, crook what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> you've done it. You've, you've done a real crook, crook thing. And uh, wow. just man, that could not. I don't think there could be a worse person for you to have a dream of marriage to. And then to uh, tweet well, it, hang, I'm gonna, you can have a, you can have a dream about anyone. I mean, you can't control your subconscious, but what you can control of those clickety clackers <laughs> of the keyboard—that's what you can control. Okay, 
So, oh, anyway, fuck. the question I was going to ask originally <laughs> yeah. before we got sidetracked into Ben's insane dream and resulting tweet was how lo- if you knew someone, what's the shortest amount of time you would know someone for for them to be able to say, I had a dream about you and not get like and, and no, no information about and you? And not he be your GBs? And not be fucking weirded out by it. Well, I mean, I, I've known I've known people for years who I don't think it's I think it's a temperament thing. I've known people for years who, if they said I had a dream about you, I would I would be well and truly disturbed. Okay, what about the specific dream they had? Then was that they had a dream about you as an anime character? Thoughts? <laughs> 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 yeah, look, it's uh, I, I think even that's a- even. Like, I think you would be quite comfortable, as you said, with me having a dream about you. But if I had a dream about you where I said, and you were an anime character, do you think you'd be weirded out by that? If you said I had a dream about you where you were a busty anime girl, yes. Mm. <laughs> what about if I had a dream where you and I got married, Ben, but neither of us could explain it? Would you be weirded out by that? I would be freaked out and I would have trouble looking at you in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Next time you know we what, Michael, saw each other. I'm going to make sure I have a real nice dream about you tonight, and there's nothing no, you can do about it. No, I don't um, want anyone. And this this goes for listeners as well. No one dream about me. All right. When you dream your about work, me, listeners, there's yeah. your homework, listeners. Have a nice dream about Michael. Don't yeah. have no. a weird dream about Michael. No, but I want you I, between I, now and when we speak next, which will be in about two weeks' time, to try and have a nice dream about Michael. If anyone has a fucking mundane, dream about me, the I more will mundane, the better. I will fucking sue you. Nothing you can I, do. Mike, I, I maintain one, one time copyright te- over my persona. When I was a teenager, I once I was uh, a friend was sleeping over. And he was fast asleep. And I remember I would just say dinosaurs, 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 over and over again. I said I did it for ages. And then I was like, did you have a dream last night? And he was like, yeah, I dreamt about dinosaurs. And I was like, yes, I fucking did it. I stayed up all night. I stayed up all night incepting your dream, motherfucker. Yeah, but he was um, going to say no. I couldn't sleep because you were just yelling the word dinosaurs at me. I wasn't night. yelling. I was, I was just gently saying it. Dinosaurs trying to get that into the be- sub- subconscious. It's a weird thing to do, but you know, I was a weird child. That would be a much, uh, a much more low stakes uh, and cheaper version of Inception. Just Leonardo DiCaprio leaning over Killian Murphy going, break up your father's company, break up your father's company, break up your father's company. Uh, ben, I would love to keep chatting to the both of you all day, but uh, you've got a fucking party to go to, it seems. It's not a party. It's a nice neighbour drink thing. Don't yeah, make it sound, Don't make it sound like some sort of sex warehouse. Do you know what well, I mean? Where, where is, it? Is, it, is it the warehouse that you live it's next door to? It's at the sex warehouse, sure. But it's but just a it's, venue. It's just a venue. Anybody can hire it. Yeah. You know? Um, so you're going um, there. Is it a keys in the bowl situation or is it a site? Yes, is, or but is, that's is a, a Google game because the keys have to go somewhere, Michael. You've got to right. put your keys somewhere. Because you're not wearing pants. Exactly. You don't have no pants pockets. for the... No, no pockets. pockets. Um, but, Except you know, for your bum. Your bum hole. <laughs> which is nature's, nature's pocket. pocket. Uh-huh. Um, this has been a delight, Ben Russell. We can find you on the Grub. Uh, you can find me on the Grub podcast. Do yourself a favour. Do get on there. Get amongst it. You can also find me on the Twitch at Bond Member. I was going to say yes. Bond well, Member. Bond Member. Bond Member. B O N and then Member. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in a Facebook you, group, you- uh, Ben, for your for your podcast, the Grub. It's called Cancel the Grub, and that's just I that's just it- a fan made one. Well, and this I don't is the thing. I joined it thinking it was. 
I joined it thinking it was you guys sort of making memes about your very uh, your very funny podcast that I enjoy, and then it's just a bunch of absolute fucking weirdos being insane. And yeah. I, um, it's it's it, I, I'm in it now more of a as a more of a science experiment than anything else. It's more of a sociological. Um, I don't yeah. think it's being yeah. used that much anymore. Uh, just to like non-subscribers because most of the sub, like the Patreon subscribers have all gone to our Discord, which is an oh, absolute. I see. An absolute hub of activity at all times. Well, let me tell you, people, you know, they cancel the Grub Facebook account that are left. I mean, there's there's few of us, but we are very active and we are <laughs> um, slowly radicalizing to the right. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> um, but this has been a delight. Thank you so much, uh, uh, Ben. It's, it's a pleasure to see you. Can't wait till you get out of lockdown and I can see a little face and give it a proper smooch. Yeah. Well, we're thinking about um, heading over to Sydney for a little bit, like excellent for, for a while. You know, oh, you're gonna actually, move up here, maybe? Maybe we're th- we're tossing it around. We're just Getting sick to death of Melbourne. Yeah, we're just enough. sick to death of it right now. So, <laughs> All right, until next week, everybody. Bye. See you later. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.